Hello, you're listening to Which Moving Pictures Move Us, and I'm your host, Emma Bolsner. Today, we'll be talking about the movie Teen Beach Movie from 2013, starring Ross Lynch, Maya Mitchell, Grace Phipps, Garrett Clayton, and Jordan Fisher. And with me virtually is my good friend, Christina. Hello, I'm back. (laughs) So the movie follows Brady, played by Ross Lynch, and his girlfriend, Mac, played by Maya Mitchell, who are avid surfers and accidentally find themselves in a 1960s teen beach movie after getting caught in a storm while surfing on the ocean. Soon they discover that they are in Brady's favorite movie called Wet Side Story. God, I hate that so much. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. It's so cringy. So they... (laughs) (laughs) They find themselves in the movie Wet Side Story and begin to mess up the timeline of events when the two leads of the film, Layla, played by Grace Phipps, and Tanner, played by Garrett Clayton, fall in love with Brady and Mac instead of each other. Uh Will Brady and Mac make it back home before disappearing in the Wet Side Story universe forever? (laughs) So, what do we think of Jeffrey Hornaday's teen beach movie, Christina? You know what? It was fun. I had a fun time with it. Like, was it the best movie in the entire world? Of course not. But, you know, it was fun. It was Disney, like, it was Disney Channel fun. There are some genuinely bad Disney Channel movies, and this was not one of them. This was just silly. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, like, 90% of the Disney Channel movies, and I've barely watched any of them except, like, the High School Musical (laughs) ones. The best ones. (laughs) horrible and this one's like one of my favorite like um disney channel movies for sure oh yeah it's just like yeah i just think it's like silly and it's enjoyable to watch and it's like a good like teen beach movie (laughs) yeah it says on the tin (laughs) well well it's funny because the last episode um hannah and i we did like down with love for the people that might have listened to it, which is like a spoof off of the 1960s Doris Day Rock Hudson romantic comedies. And this movie is a spoof off of the 1960s Annette Finicelli, uh, Frankie Avalon 1960s Teeny Bop Beach movies. So it's kind of interesting that the two episodes we've recently done are spoofs of, um, like, 60s movies. Yeah, no, it's like... the perfect way to spend the summer by watching parodies of 60s musicals (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah literally yeah I like I didn't really know what this movie was about before watching it to be quite honest with you because the like the little pitch that they give you on Disney plus is like two sentences long (laughs) Um, never about the movie either yeah, it's never about the movie, and so I was like, uh, okay, it's a teen beach movie, and then when I realized the premise of it, I was like, oh, okay, this is, like, fun. This is fun. I like it. I actually had forgotten the whole, because I hadn't seen this movie since it probably premiered in 2013, and it was definitely the last Disney Channel movie I watched, because I stopped watching Disney Channel around, probably a bit late, probably grade nine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which is probably a bit late but um yeah that's when I so and I don't even know if they make like besides the Descendants movies um any more Disney Channel movies but um yeah this was definitely one of the last ones I watched and I thought well what a good way to end a part of my childhood because it's very enjoyable and it's better than the movies they make now <laughs> yeah I like I love watching um there's these, like, three YouTubers I really like watching, Drew Gooden, Danny Gonzalez, and Curtis Connor, um, and they've all, I think all of them have at least at one point made a video about, like, a Disney Channel original movie, and some of the 
some some of them are not good especially some of the newer ones like I don't know I feel like it's like when we talked about um the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella Mm -hmm. and we were like how did Disney Channel go from this to like or not Disney Channel, but, like, Disney in general go from this to, like, some of the other movies they've made. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, the same with this. It's, like, how do we go from High School Musical and Teen Beach movie to, like, Lemonade Mouth? Oh, God, I know. Radio Rebel. Well, it's really interesting. Be- oh, my God, Radio Rebel. <laughs> I actually don't know if that's a Disney movie or a Nickelodeon movie. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, but it's with Debbie Ryan, right? So she was, like, under contract with Disney with Zack and Cody, so I feel like it was. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I know there was, like, the 16 Wishes with her, which um, I thought was super exciting because she was 16 when it came out, and I thought that was so cool because hey. at 9, I thought when you're 16, you get a car, a boyfriend, you know, all of those <laughs> things, which changes. I still do not have. <laughs> like, <laughs> admitting that to literally everybody in the whole world. So, like, the, those movies... Um, were really bad compared to High School Musical, but they were made before Teen Beach movies. So, like, the High School Musical movies were, I guess, from, what, 2005, 2008, or 2006 to 2008. And then I find that there was, like, really shitty ones after that. And then 2013 was Teen Beach movie, because that's, like, a big gap in between. Yeah, I was surprised, honestly, that it was 2013. I thought it was earlier. Um... But yeah, it was like we we bounced back with Teen Beach movie. I yeah. also like I feel like this is like a super controversial opinion, but I do not like the Camp Rock movies. I don't think they're good. And so I never watched them. I, I never was into the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, me neither. And I, I was never super into the Jonas Brothers and I just like I like Camp Rock. Like all my friends were way more into high school musical than Camp Rock, so I just like watched it more because that's what my friends and I would watch together when we were in elementary yeah. school. But, like, yeah, the Camp Rock movies just don't hold up. Like, if you go back and watch them. Like, High School Musical and Teen Beach movie are, like, extremely silly and, like, very stupid at times. But they're still fun to watch as, like, 20-year-olds. Like, you can still be like, yeah. "Yeah." But Camp Rock is just boring. (laughs) I never liked, um, and I know you didn't have the the Disney Channel, but I've never been a fan of Demi Lovato, and I never watched her Sonny's with a Chance show, oh, yeah. um, and, like, I, I never watched the Cheetah Girls or any of those movies, which were really, really popular, like, for people that might have been, like, a couple years older than us, um, and then I never was really into the Hilary Duff movies, which were really around 2002, 2003, 2004, um, except like raise my voice, which I really liked because it was all about going to music school. Hey, but anyway, I knew that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, this one I think this one is special because a lot of the cast members besides Ross Lynch and Maya Mitchell were trained musically, um, so they did a lot of theater and and I think some of them even do Broadway now because the choreography in this movie is great. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, the choreography in this movie is really good. So I noticed this time around, the second time watching it in, like, eight years, <laughs> that um, Maya Mitchell's Aussie accent comes out very often. And, like, when she's speaking to Ross Lynch, I'm like, oh, there's the Aussie accent again. And I'm like, but, like, come on. She was, like, probably, like, 19 during this movie. And... I mean, it's okay. Her American accent's pretty good for the most of the film. I didn't even know she was Australian, probably because I thought she was Demi Lovato, but that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't really know if she's doing much now. A lot of these people we haven't really seen in a while, um, like most Disney stars. But I don't think anyone in this movie got too messed up. (laughs) 
well, that's good. Good for them. Yeah, no, I was thinking about that because, I mean, like, so, like, not the entire cast of High School Musical has gone on to do stuff, but, you know, obviously, like, Zac Efron's done all of his stuff, and Vanessa Hudgens and Carbon Blue are, like, really big on Broadway now. And so when, like, I started the movie, I was like, wow, I, this is the only thing I've ever seen any of these actors in. And I have no yeah. idea what they did before or after this. I'd heard Ross well, Lynch was the only name I'd heard of, but I don't know what else he's been in. Well, hopefully um, they all got royalties for High School Musical and Teen Beach Movie so they can continue getting money from it because yes. it seems like that'll be their only movies. Um, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> feel bad for those people. But uh, no, Ross Lynch is in that show, but I've never watched it. It's like the Sabrina show on Netflix. Um, really? it's like Riverdale, but not Riverdale, I, um, but I've really? never watched it. Yeah, Hannah's seen all that show. She really likes it. I'm shocked. But he looks like it. Cole Sprouse in it, because he has brown hair. That's weird. It's so weird. So it's like they wanted to copy, like, the Riverdale thing, but make it, like, they keep wanting to make the comics super dark. I don't, I don't understand that, I don't know who watches those shows, if they're, like, people that are younger than us, I guess, because, like... I guess, like, 15-year-olds weren't watching teen beach movies, so it must be, like, younger people watching these shows. It must be, yeah. It must, like, I feel like Riverdale and Sabrina are all very much pitched toward, like, high schoolers who want to feel like they're adults. Because, yeah, like, literally, like, having sex in the shower and stuff. Yeah, because, like, <laughs> like, no real so... adults watch, like, Riverdale or Sabrina and, like, genuinely think it's good TV. Like, it is meant for, like, 14-year-olds who want to feel like they're watching edgy yeah. content. Whereas, like, Teen Beach Movie is made for little, little kids, but it's good for all ages. It's great. And it holds up better. Yeah. Because it's not about, like, a way of, like, texting or, like, phones and stuff like that because I could show this to my future kids and it would be fine because it's not around technology or, you know, certain trends, which is cool. Um, but I was just curious, so I was looking up Maya Mitchell, because I've not seen her in anything but this movie, and she was in this movie called Hot Summer Nights with Timothy Chalamet. Oh, we were and just talking about in, him when we were yeah. hanging out. <laughs> yes, not on the podcast. <laughs> we do um, hang out outside the podcast, we're friends in real life. <laughs> no, only virtually. Um, and she's in this show called The Fosters, which ran from 2013 to 2018. Oh, yeah, I've, like, vaguely heard of The Fosters. I never watched it, but... No, with Noah Santino, like, the guy from All the Boys, whatever. You, I hate him. That was filmed at my high school. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, Any anyone want to know where the... To Boys, whatever I love, and... Riverdale was filmed, and probably the Sabrina show after I graduated was all at Point Grey Secondary. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I will admit, I probably watched this movie because I did have a bit of a phase of Ross Lynch for, like, exactly, like, six weeks <laughs> because <laughs> exactly. of this movie. So that's probably why I didn't remember what actually happened in this movie. <laughs> but then it's funny because I totally forgot Jordan Fisher was in this movie because I really liked him, too, for a time. Is Jordan Fisher the one in the bucket hat with the curly hair? Yeah, I like was, the only person of color. I spent the whole that's a male. movie trying to figure out why I recognized him, and I was like, it "Doesn't do look like him." Guy? It doesn't look like him. I'm not used to him with like longer hair, and obviously he's like way younger. Oh, good for wow! So I guess when I said nobody from this movie, I don't know what they did. That's a lie. Jordan Fisher's been doing great. Good for him. 
Yeah, so I remember him more clearly from the Greased Live stuff with Aaron Tivet. Yeah. Um, but, and that other girl who's like, her brother dances. I can't remember her name now. But, um, yeah, anyway. Oh, <laughs> sorry. yes. Sorry. Yeah, that name. lady. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> but, first of all, I want to just talk about how um, Matt kind of annoyed me this time around watching it. Like, first of all, when they're in the real world not in wet side story um oh my god she literally is gonna like pack everything up that she owns and leave to like a boarding school on the east coast the next day and only tell her boyfriend that she's leaving the day she's leaving (laughs) like what a nasty thing to do what a jerk i know and i know she was like oh i kept trying to tell you and it was yeah did you though did you really? You tried really hard the day before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she kind of annoyed me. She was a bit of a party pooper throughout this whole movie. Don't really know why she was rushing to go home because there was nothing really at home for her. Her mother died. She wants to like be good, a good daughter by going to this like elite school that her aunt wants her to go to and the aunt literally just comes in is like we're going (laughs) so dramatic I I was like okay (laughs) new character welcome and and the grandpa does absolutely nothing when she's like drowning he just makes a sad face I I hope she's okay (laughs) anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah also kind of weird that she's mad at Brady for saving her, but whatever. Yeah, def- yeah, the the whole like, the whole like, whoa, the storm's too big. These waves are too big. Thing was like definitely really silly, but whatever. Yeah, I have to prove, <laughs> I have to prove to myself that I can do it on my magic surfboard <laughs> with the same symbol on Lele's necklace, which we totally gloss over. Even though I thought it was going to end up being a really big plot point. But I guess it's not. (laughs) I know, I noticed that too. I didn't notice that the first time around. So it's so funny. But um, yeah, do you want to talk about like one of the first songs? I think the first song... Well, first of all, she sings like a really bad song in the opening of the movie. Oxygen, Maya Mitchell. Oh, is that her singing? Um, It's really (laughs) auto-tuned. Yeah, the singing in this... Well, okay, I mean, to be fair, the singing in the High School Musical movies is also, like, heavily auto-tuned. Like, it's just... That's just how Disney Channel does it, but, like, my God. (laughs) They are filtered. Oh, it is... And even in scenes when they're not, like, doing that many backflips or exercises, like, I get it for, like, the cruising, for a bruising scene, and, like, the surf um, crazy one, because they're actually, like, really moving around and doing backflips and cartwheels and all these things but like in the meant to be songs when they're just walking with each other and holding hands it's like why does that have to be auto-tuned so heavily (laughs) and (laughs) lip-sync so heavily especially like all of tanner's songs tanner was also a knockoff zach efron i had to do a double take when i clicked on the movie i was like no that's not zach efron he do you know he's like the wannabe okay i need to like do i don't have wi-fi in this room um but late. Oh yeah, I can I look need for you. you. To look up if Tanner is the one who played, um, who was in Hairspray Live, because I just made. I was about to be like, yeah, he looks like a knockoff Zac Efron, just like the guy who played Zac Efron's character in Hairspray Live. And I was like, wait, oh. what if it was him? Okay, so I never all watched along? that. Um, 
so his real name is Garrett Clayton, mm. which is very beachy yeah, sounding. Yeah, very attractive, um, very sexy. <laughs> um, okay, he was born in 1991, for anyone that's curious. And yes, he was Link Larkin in Hairspray. Yes! <laughs> yes! Knock off Zac Efron! <laughs> he does look like Zac Efron, but a bit more feminine-like. like... <laughs> yes, he looks like Zac Efron if you put a Snapchat filter on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and tanning, tanner spray. <laughs> yeah. I cannot believe I remembered that just now in real time. That's so funny. So I guess he's done stuff. He was in Hairspray Live. Good and Jordan him. Fisher was in Grease Live, so good for them. Mon- yeah, Maya so Mitchell was in The Fosters. Ross Lynch was in Sabrina whatever. I don't know what that show's called, but it's a Netflix original. He was also, he played Jeffrey, yeah, too long Jeffrey Dahmer, um, who was like a psychopath. What is with the Disney stars, like Zac Efron playing a Ted Bundy? Like, why are they so desperate to like not be seen as like a good little boy and then have to like play a freaking psychopath? <laughs> like, They're what adults is with now. that? They're dark. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate you looking that up. <laughs> so, should we talk about the first number when they um, arrive at the beach, which is surf crazy? I really liked it. I thought it was a really great way to start off the beach movie. Yeah, I think it's my favorite number, honestly. It's the one that's been stuck in my head all yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, I loved how... Um, yeah, it's a bikini wonderland. Summer's high, and we're going surf, surf crazy. It's just fun. I was like, yeah, we are going surf, surf crazy. Um, I really like that they all had like different colored surfboards, and they like they dance with them and like hold them in the air. And I like that little girl giggles who's like moving her hips. It's really funny. Yeah, no, it's cute. All the characters are like. Obviously, like, super huge archetypes, but I love them all. <laughs> Me too, and I really like the costumes in this. And um, they played homage also to um, the 1960s Annette Fenicelli movies because all the girls in this movie wear bikinis that are high-rises, so they don't show their belly buttons. And Annette Fenicelli did that because she was in the Mickey Mouse Club in the 1950s, and she wanted to, like, be respectful to Walt Disney. Um, so she never like showed her belly button which I don't really know why the belly button would be the problem why wouldn't you just wear a whole like one suit like why are you wearing a bikini but whatever yeah you think you get around that by wearing a one piece but interesting okay okay so they do that also in this movie because you can notice like I really like Maya Mitchell's bikinis um they're really cute they're and they really don't go cute. up your butt like a lot of the ones now, which is really nice, like a thong. So yes, it looked like comfortable. comfortable. I was like, oh, wow, that looks like something you could actually Yeah, wear. and her pigtails were really cute, too. So I, I thought the costumes, um, besides, like, Jordan Fisher's hat, bucket hat, were pretty good. <laughs> and did you did you uh, find that, I, like, Ros Lynch was wearing a wig sometimes? Okay. <laughs> sometimes I, his I hair was, was white. Because... <laughs> Every single picture I've ever seen of Ross Lynch, his hair looks fake. I know. Like, I think that he's just been bald, <laughs> like, his whole life, and he's just been wearing wigs this whole time. Maybe he's Caillou. Because I think... Maybe he's Caillou. <laughs> no, like, I... I've Again, I've never seen Ross Lynch in anything else, so I, like, didn't know what to expect, but I thought he was really good in this. I really liked him, but, man, 
I'm sorry, he's not very good looking. Like, I know he was supposed to be the heartthrob of that time, but, like, damn, dude, like, he's, his hair is so weird. His hair's really weird. his eyes are so big. <laughs> I don't know what my 13-year-old self was thinking, but I totally agree now, watching this. Hopefully he's grown into his eyes better now, and his hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I think that arguably he's one of the, like, like nicest boyfriends in like any Disney channel thing I've ever seen. Like I was like, oh yeah, I can see why Mac likes him because he's like nice and sweet and funny. And like, I think he's like a good person, but like, man, that hair. He's way nicer than Troy Bolton. He's so much nicer than Troy Bolton. Troy Bolton kind of sucks. So in this movie, (laughs) Mac is the Troy Bolton character because she's a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And she's just like breaks up with him, even though she's just going back East and she's like, does yeah. the cliche line of, you know, it would be awful of me for not letting you go. It's like, what? Like, girl, long distance relationships exist. It's 2013. You have phones now. Yeah, exactly. You can just FaceTime. I'm in a long distance relationship. You'll be fine. Yeah, I know. And, but like, there's no reason of the breakup. It's just like, I have to leave. And that's why we have to break up. And then even when they're in the movie, she literally wants to set him up with other girls. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I really don't. I really, yeah. <laughs> so I guess after that sequence, um, well, so Brady's super happy of being in the musical, whereas she's just a total party pooper and, like, whining the whole time. And in, like, that sequence, then the next one is Cruising for a Bruising, which I always think is really fun because it's the biker's song, and they're singing. It's really good. And it's good. really good. The dancing's really good. It's better than, like, John Travolta in Greece, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, the dancing in this movie's really, really good. Russell's like, holds his own, too. I was impressed. I didn't know he was a dancer, but, like, he's getting it. I was definitely thinking while watching this, especially when, like, my favorite jam, which was literally my jam, Can't Stop Singing, I really wanted to learn the choreography for that when I was a kid. So, like, I love that song. But, like, you know when they're sitting in the, on the bench and they're, like, like, moving their legs and he does, like, a really good backflip from sitting like it's insane like he doesn't even yeah onto sand sand, and it (laughs) reminded me of like la la land sequence and i was thinking wow ross lynch walked so ryan gosling could run yeah (laughs) and he was better than ryan gosling i was gonna say the difference is that ross lynch can actually be a musical He was way more, like, athletic and better than Ryan Gosling. I don't really know why everyone, like, don't get me wrong. I love La La It's one of my favorite movies. But everyone was, like, so amazed by how, like, wow, Rosalind, I mean, sorry, Ryan, the very similar names. Ryan Gosling could, like, do all that dancing. It's like, he didn't really do that much dancing. Yeah, it wasn't like, you know, we're not reinventing the wheel over here. It wasn't that difficult. Yeah, I... This (laughs) 17-year-old could have been... Sebastian. <laughs> Ross Lynch could have been yeah. in La He's old enough now, probably, definitely. I think he still would have been too young, but yeah. yeah. I don't know how old he is. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Time has zero meaning I will look me. up the ages now since people might get angry. But <laughs> let me just look up. Because we only got time. <laughs> time. Um, so my Mitchell was born, oh, almost the same birthday as me. August 18th, 1993. So hey. she would have been, like, 20. And he's born December 29th, 1995. 
So oh, he's much younger. He's younger. Okay. Yeah, no, he would have been too young for yeah. La La Land. In another life. In another life. <laughs> Maybe he'll do it on Broadway. <laughs> Maybe, listen. With a yeah, better wig. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so really like the cruising for a bruising. Don't really know why he was like in the front of the bikers because he wasn't even a biker. He's like a surfer. And I thought, well, isn't the main biker, shouldn't he be at the front? But whatever, it worked. Um, <laughs> because he was good yeah it's because he was better than them uh, um yeah and then we find out that i guess it's like the the biker girls come and they do the falling for your song um what did you think of the girls in this movie besides or like layla in general besides um my mitchell well can i just say and i mean like you know i know that like the whole point of the movie is we're parodying a movie like I know the Teen Beach movie is, like, has created this, like, fictional movie, Wet Side Story, as a parody of, like, movies from the 60s, like, Hairspray, Grease, West Side Story type movies. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand that that's what we're going for, and so I understand that representation's probably not going to be the best, because, like, we're doing a commentary, but at the same time, you're parodying West Side Story, Like, your name is, and your plot is, like, primarily derived from West Side Story. And one of the first, like, biker girls who walks in is Latino. And I was like, oh, she must be the main character because, like, that's the whole point of West Side Story is there's, like, the white kids and the Latino kids. She must be the main girl. Joke's on me. The main girl was white. That girl's just an extra. I was like, what? No, she's, like, the Nita character in West Side Story. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, whoa, wait. So yeah, they bamboozled me and I didn't like it. They bamboozled me in a bad way. Yeah, like the the bikers and the surfers are like the sharks and the jets, but it's a happier yeah. ending because nobody dies. Nobody dies. Everybody's fine. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Layla is okay in this. I mean, I, I think anyone could play this part. I don't know who Grace Phipps is. Um. She reminded me of the girl that I can't remember her name of, that's in Grease Live. Um, but that was you, not her. Are you thinking of... Okay, you're probably not thinking of this. She reminded me a lot of Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like I, You know, like, she had, like, young, like, call me maybe Carly Rae Jepsen vibes. Yeah. Oh, God, that was... That's so cringe. I can't believe <laughs> I like that song. Um, <laughs> it was a classic in its time, man. <laughs> oh my god, wasn't she in Grease Live too? I mean, yeah. She was. Oh god. She played Frenchie and she did the worst of anybody. Julianne Ho. Sorry, Carly. That's her name. Okay, sorry. Grace Phipps reminds me of Julianne Ho and Carly Rae Jepsen combined. Yes. Finally yeah, remember I like, Yeah, she was good. Like, you know, her character was cute and like... You know, she was a likable character, but yeah, like literally any actor could have played that role. You yeah. Know, we weren't, um, <laughs> we weren't doing anything too crazy. No, the only point of her and Tanner there is to mess up the storyline and get Brady and Mac apart because in the movie, the not Teen Beach movie, in Wet Side Story, the movie, which they quickly show on TV for like two seconds while they're still in present day, basically, um, and, and also, um, Mac is, like, so dumb because she sees the scene, too, and she's like, wait, what is going on? It's like, oh, my God, maybe if you weren't criticizing the movie while you were watching it with your grandpa, you would have known what was going on, but whatever. (laughs) Basically, um, Layla's character falls off the stage dramatically, 
and Tanner's character, Zac Efron 2.0, catches her, and they fall in love. But because Mac is such a jerk, she has to walk away from Ross Lynch at a very important moment, and she bumps into Tanner, and then Ross Lynch's character has to catch Layla. Because Tanner catches Mac, and it ruins everything. (laughs) So way to go, Mac. She blames everyone else for this when it's just her fault. It's just her messing up. (laughs) It's like the, it was giving me like Back to the Future Marty McFly vibes when things started disappearing. But then they didn't have them disappear, which really made me disappointed because I always loved to see that horrible CGI in Back to the Future when his hand is like see-through. But that didn't happen in this movie. Yeah, I feel like, you know, and I mean, obviously, like, it's a Disney Channel movie. We have, like, a limited amount of time to click through our plot. But, like, I feel like there was a lot of stuff that they set up that then had, like, no follow-up. Zero payoff or repercussions, (laughs) like, at all. Like, it was like, oh, man, the wetsuit's disappearing. Nothing else is, though. So, like... It's fine. You know, I guess it's not that big a deal. And, like, they have, like... Like, one of the villains of the movie realizes he's in a movie, and I was like, uh-oh, this is going to have repercussions. It doesn't. It, doesn't. it just leads up a joke. I totally like, that's it. forgot <laughs> there was, like, another antagonistic, like, side story. I don't find that really necessary, but it is. It's really not. What I is know. with this cliche, like, evil scientist thing, and when did that stop? <laughs> well, and it's like, I know that, like, the whole point is that, like, the evil scientist doesn't make sense at all in wet side stories. Of course, it wouldn't make sense at all in, like, Teen Beach movie. But, like, goddamn, we didn't need it. <laughs> we did not need it. It was so dumb. Just give me more Kevin dancing. Cham- I love Kevin Chamberlain as much as the next guy, <laughs> but we didn't need him. We did not need that whole thing. It was just so, so dumb. And then when they were, like, getting tied up, they're like, ah, does not need to happen. <laughs> but um what did you think like did you ever find it annoying that like I didn't find it annoying but I did find it more like I noticed it more than when I watched it at 13 where like my Mitchell Mac is like really pushing against the sexist stereotypes that the old teen beach movies really had um with Annette Fenicelli which I've seen parts of on TCM and they're like so sexist it's so cringy And, like, so bad for women. But, like, I found that Mac was pushing it almost a bit too far with being, like, constantly saying to Layla, like, you don't need a man to make you happy. Like, you can dress for yourself. I'm like, it's fine. That's a great message. But, like, I just found it a bit overplayed. And I just found her to be a bit preachy. Yeah, well, I feel like, like, you know, I get what they were going for. And, I mean, I know that, you know, you can't parody something without criticizing it. And, obviously, like, Mac herself as like a strong independent woman tm so i understand what they were going for but yeah it's also like at a certain point it's like mac you're in a movie like it doesn't matter if you change these girls minds or not like it's not going to change anything exactly (laughs) and you have like play along it doesn't matter nothing's real and you like have such a nice boyfriend what are you complaining about (laughs) yeah literally yeah, it's like, you know, I know we're trying to be all, like, hashtag feminist here, but, I mean, you know, like, you're not going to change the movie. Like, the next time you see Wet Side Story now, they're not going to be, like, feminist. Like, it, I, I don't know. It just, like, I get what they're going for, but it's not like any of it matters. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would have been so good if they, at the end of the movie, had shown them watching it and it would have been different. 
Right, like, that would have been really that interesting. That would have been so interesting because I remember reading this like little women book when it was like the uh, around the time of like when um, it was really popular to change old books and have a character like go into the book. So it was like Ooh. a little women book, but it was like a character that wasn't in the original story that's in present day, whatever, 2010, that goes into the story. They did a lot of those with like the Austin books. But in it, she literally changes the whole story. I don't remember. I think it was called like Little Women and Me, and she changes the whole story. Oh, I've never and, heard of that. And then I really liked it as a kid, and I had never read Little Women, so that was like my how I knew Little Women. And basically, she changes the whole story, and Joe and Laurie end up together, and and because of her, and then she like goes out of the book, whatever, and then she reads the book, and she's like, oh my gosh, Joe and Laurie end up together. And I thought like that would have been really cool if they had done that, because then it would have shown like, oh, Layla doesn't need a stupid idiot like Tanner. She can yeah. literally walk on the beach uh, by herself and surf. Yeah. No, <laughs> but that didn't happen. Yeah. That's interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah no. Yeah, well, and did, have you ever seen Teen Beach Movie 2? I only know there's a sequel I don't because think it popped so. up on Disney Plus after I watched this one. I don't think so. I think I was, like, way past my Ross Lynch phase and Disney phase of original <laughs> movies. So I was like, nah, I'm good. That is valid. I'm definitely going to watch it now. Um, I think, 100%. though, sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but I think what happens, because I remember hearing about it, is, like, I think the people from the movie, like, Layla and Tanner, go to, like, their present day life. Okay, I was going to ask because that's like the post credit scene at the end of Team Beach Movie 1. And I was like, oh, damn, are we setting up a sequel? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what so we're doing here? <laughs> I think that's why I know that. But I don't think I watched it. No. Guess yeah. I'm, well, I got to watch it now. Now I'm <laughs> Next curious. summer, we can do <laughs> Teen Beach Movie 2. <laughs> I guess you all are waiting for that one. <laughs> <laughs> waiting with bated breath for next year. Oh, my God. Cannot wait. Next August. <laughs> When Emma and Christina do Teen Beach Movies (laughs) 2. Have it on your watch list for a whole year. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's more about, like, um, Tanner and Layla, though. Oh. Well, okay. (laughs) I guess. That's fine. Um, So, was there, like, did you have a favorite? Oh, you said the surf thing one was your favorite song, right? Surf Crazy? Yeah, I think Surf Crazy followed, like, really closely by Cruisin' for a Bruisin', because that musical number is just, like, extremely well put together and really fun. sometimes, like, watch, like, two of those scenes when I was on YouTube, because I think they're really good. Like, just just, randomly watch it, and I still have, like, the soundtrack saved, because it's just a fun bop to listen to. Like, even if you don't want to watch this movie, I understand. You don't want to watch it. But, like, look up the music. It's actually really good. Yeah, it's, like, genuinely well done and a fun time. Um, the Like Me song, which is when Maya Mitchell is, or Mac is in um, Layla's bedroom and, and the guys are hanging out at the, whatever, Mama's Cafe or something. I don't know what it's called. Big Mama's. Big Mama's, thank yeah. you. Um, that totally reminded me of Grace and the Summer Nights song when they sing Like Me. Yes. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that reminded me so much of Grease. Like, it's funny that it's called Wet Side Story and the plot is, like, very West Side Story, but, like, it really does feel, like, more like a Grease or Hairspray parody. Yeah. Especially because they were, like, in Layla's bedroom and it was just, like, when they were in Frenchie's room or whatever. 
And it yeah. just reminded me of that a lot. And and um, the guy singing about the girls. And it, it just, it's cool that they did that. They don't really do... Do you think this movie would work or, like, this story would work um, on, as, on the stage? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I can't believe they haven't done that. Oh, maybe they have. Yeah. Maybe I should look yeah. that up before I say that. <laughs> yeah, I should also look that up because, I mean, like, High School Musical obviously, like, works very well on the stage. Um, and I have a feeling this would also work very well on the sta- stage because, I mean, like, let's be real. The surfing already looks so ridiculously fake. It would not look any less fake on stage. <laughs> it's not. It's not on the stage. Well, now's, now's our chance. Wow. Well, we should be in it. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to be we in a movie like it. that. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> I would we love to be we that. We have the power. Because <laughs> a lot of the songs are like, I'm able to sing with my voice range and it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also like that the two leading girls, like Mac and Layla, were not enemies like Sandy and Rizzo, but they were friends. Because I'm so sick of that trope of like women against women. It's so yeah. annoying. So I really like that they didn't do that. Yeah, I thought their friendship was really cute. I really liked it. Especially since they kind of liked the same guys. So yeah. it was also though, Tanner and Mac look like siblings. They do. They look like <laughs> meant bros. to be like song, and they're literally like singing next to each other, the two pairs, and it's like you're singing right next to each other. <laughs> but oh well. Um, is there some scene you really want to talk about? Just dying to talk about before the end? Um, well, like, this isn't one scene in particular, but I was just, like, thinking the whole time I was watching the movie, like, again, I know we're parroting the 60s, so we can't expect, like, everything to be, you know, modern sensibilities and whatnot, but I think it's, like, I just think it's funny and interesting that they have Mac be so hardcore, like, hashtag feminist and try to, like, change the girls' minds and get them to be more progressive. Yeah. And meanwhile, like, the three people of color in the movie are, like, Jordan Fisher and the Anita type and the woman who owns Big Mamas, whose entire role is to be old black lady stereotype, and that's yeah. all she does. I think there's, like, an Asian surfer, too, but then he's never seen again. He doesn't get to do anything. He's yeah, to- I was... <laughs> But, like, every Yeek. scene with Big Mama in it, I was like, ooh, wow, that's yikes. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know, and that was only eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. I Like, I don't know how, how much you can fault the movie if they're trying to be like, get it, this is what black people were like in movies in the 60s, but it's like, yeah, that's 2013, man. You didn't have yeah. to do that. <laughs> no, they totally didn't. That's true. Yeah, you that's a good... could taken creative liberties here. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that, that does have a bit of a flaw there. Um, especially since High School Musical had a lot of people in color. And that was well, like, yeah, well, yeah, that's whatever, what I was seven thinking. years before. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. Like, when we talk about, like, um, like Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella, and we're like, damn, how did they go from, like, a really well-done, like, really well, like, cast, diverse movie to, yeah. like, stuff they've done later? Like, how did we go from High School Musical to Team Beach movie? Like, High School Musical is, like, pretty good for diversity yeah. and it, ha- it, it like does it pretty well and it's got like a good cast of characters I will say something very very underrated because I do love High School Musical but I have a hard time listening like to the soundtrack whereas this movie I can sometimes listen to the soundtrack and I don't feel cringy 
That's fair. Just my opinion. The songs in this movie are good. They're, They're actually good. really good, as I said. <laughs> um, yeah, Can't Stop Singing is my favorite. Definitely was my jam. But, like, I actually like the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, I, I feel like with high school, like... I feel like with Teen Beach Movie, it's, like, all the songs are consistently good. Whereas with High School Musical, you have, like, the iconic, like, I don't dance. Like, yeah, exactly. And, like, Bob to the Top. Like, you have the iconic numbers, which are, like, the best things Disney Channel's ever written. But then you have, like, all of Gabriella's solo songs, which suck in every movie. They're always always bad. Oh, my God. They're always so bad. And you have, like, Troy's angsty songs, which are real hit or miss. Yeah, like, I obviously High School Musical I like better because it was more when I was a kid watching it, whereas this was when I was starting high school. But, like, I just find it more watchable, like, and able to listen to better. This movie. no, I I agree. I agree. I think the songs are way better in this movie. Yeah. Overall. Um, Well, I have some couple facts. I was hoping there would be, like, some, you know, like, cool casting what-ifs, like, they didn't pick Maya Mitchell and Ross Lynch in the movie, but there weren't any of those, so that was kind of disappointing. Oh, I wanted to just say, gosh, that cameraman in the water, like, could he have gotten any more water on his camera for those scenes? (laughs) I would not, I was like, I was like, is this a stylistic choice? Like, are we doing this to be like, get it, they're in the water, like, what is... What is the purpose of this? The surfing looks fake. No matter what, you don't... No matter how many splashes of water you put on the camera, the surfing oh looks God. so fake in every scene. I'm so sorry. Ross Lynch is holding this movie. He doesn't have time to learn how to surf as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe like, Maya Mitchell like, could have learned some surfing as living in Australia, but whatever. <laughs> like, I know it's Disney Channel. I know our, like... I know the Disney Channel notoriously doesn't have, like, the biggest budgets in the world, but, like, come on, man, it's 2013, you couldn't have photoshopped, like, them, like, swimming up against the, like, quote-unquote scary waves a little better, like, a oh little my better. god, that looked and awful. And they were like, well, if we make the camera wet, no one will see. Yeah. <laughs> and his wig probably <laughs> fell off, like, five times. <laughs> um... <laughs> So this movie actually had a pretty big budget, which I was really surprised about because I never understand how, like, High School Musical was like a TV movie too. So like, how do they make money if it's shown, like, this was way before Disney Plus. How do they make money if they're just shown on TV, like, from merchandise? Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, if you think, like, High School Musical is a friggin' cash cow when it came to, like, merch and, like... I mean, I own all the DVDs. I'm sure, like, there's a billion kids out there who have the DVDs, too, or, like, the CDs. Yeah. So it's probably mainly from that. Did you have that book that everyone had in, like, grade two or three where um, it's, like, you can see inside each of their lockers? And, yes, I oh did. Oh, my God, everybody <laughs> had that book. Yes. And you could, like, <laughs> autograph pictures, and I would have, like, the Zac Efron one near my bed. Like, everybody had those. Yeah. Oh my God. That unlocked a core memory. <laughs> I love it. And it's like a shiny front. You can see Sharpay's pink locker. You can see like yes. their yearbooks. It must have been grade three because it was when all three had come out. But um, this movie, I mean, I wasn't eight when this movie came out, but I don't know if they had tons of merchandising, but you know how much this, okay, guess how much do you think this movie, the budget was? The budget? 
So I'll tell you, High School Musical was 4.2 million. Oh, jeez. And this was 2013. Um, I'm going to say like 5 million. It was 8 million for this movie. It was double. (laughs) Double the High School Musical. And it was entirely filmed in 2012 in Puerto Rico. Huh. So maybe they could have just filmed it on a beach in California? <laughs> May have. Save some money? <laughs> Actually, I think, like, a lot of people film stuff. This is... I might be making this up, but I'm pretty sure I, like, remember reading that a lot of people film stuff in Puerto Rico to get the tax breaks. Oh. Like, I think it's the same reason why so much stuff is filmed in Vancouver, because it's, like, cheap... Like, right. you get cheaper tax breaks here than, like, in L.A. But, like, eight million. I mean, how much were they paying these these actors like probably not that much ross lynch probably got them much yeah how much were they paying these 16 year olds i would like to know um i know he was part of the disney channel like austin alley so he probably would have gotten the most money i'd assume but like eight million is that all for those costumes or for that puerto rican girl's hair like (laughs) what cost eight million (laughs) it was all for the stupid weather machine oh my god that's what it was for (sighs) And Kevin Chamberlain got all of the money. He deserves it. <laughs> Apparently, at the beginning of the movie, there was a dedication to Annette Finicello because she died in 2013. Um, I don't oh. remember there being a dedication at the beginning of the movie. Uh, no, there wasn't one on the Disney Plus version. I wonder if it was just like when they showed it on TV, maybe? Yeah, maybe. So it said, oh, quote, sad. in memory of Disney legend Annette Finicello, the world's most beloved beach movie star. Um, did you also notice in the movie that there were like commercial breaks? <laughs> yes, it's the same with High School Musical. I love the commercial breaks. I think it's so funny. Because, like, didn't they think, hmm, maybe we're going to put this on DVD, so we might need to, like, make it a bit more smooth, the editing, but nope. nope <laughs> choppy, choppy. <commercial> <laughs> um, David Lawrence, who composed the score, um, um, he also composed the songs for High School Musical 2, High School Musical 3, and the Cheetah Girl franchise, which I've never seen. Damn. All right, David, good job. Where was he for High School Musical 1? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, he also did Teen Beach Movie 2. But I don't know the soundtrack to that, but maybe it's good. But maybe we will. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we will. You guys got to hold on for next August. <laughs> um, Jeffrey Hornaday, who was the director, was also the choreographer for this movie. Um, well, he did a great job. He was also the choreographer for um, Geek charming did you ever watch that movie what was it called geek charming it sounds very familiar to me but maybe because you didn't have disney channel maybe i just watched it yeah yeah i i really like uh, the only because i didn't have disney channel i only knew of the disney channel stuff that like really blew up yeah like there are a billion disney channel movies that i've never heard of i watched a youtube video the other day about pixel perfect which apparently was a Disney Channel movie that existed, and I've what? never heard of it before. Was it in the century? <laughs> it was from, like, 2004. 
Oh. It's not good. It's, okay. it's not good. It's bad. So you can find out all these, like, movies now, like Cadet Kelly on Disney+, Plus, like, all these underrated, <laughs> like, stuff they put in the vault because they never wanted to see again, and now they just <laughs> let it loose. <laughs> like, my mom's dating a vampire. And, like, oh, my God. These weird <laughs> ones I've never, like, even Stevens movies, like, I've never heard of these movies. Um, But, yeah, interesting. Yeah, at the I was very least, I'd, like, curious. heard of Teen Beach Movie before, even though I'd never seen it. Like, I knew of it. Yeah. I was just curious. I know it's, like, filmed, like, so far, like, 50 years before, but the Beach Blanket Bingo movies, that, that one of them was with Annette Finicelli and Frank Avalon, that was $175,000 for budget. <laughs> just to <Whoa>. show <laughs> Just to show the difference there. <laughs> oh my god i wow that's cursed oh my god oh man i hate capitalism <laughs> to eight million um oh. yeah so what's jordan fisher up to now that was the end of my facts by the way i'm just like saving some time here. oh um he's in well so his like big big thing um is that he was uh playing evan hansen in Dear Evan Hansen oh, right. on Broadway, right before Broadway shut down. Um, I hate that musical, but I love him. And he, like, I heard him doing, uh, I saw a recording of him doing Waving Through a Window. Oh, my God, he's just good. He's so good. Oh, <laughs> he's that's so, so good, good at singing. He's definitely been in something else on Broadway, but it's it slipped my mind right now. I feel like maybe he was in Newsies at some point, um, but I may be misremembering. But yeah, he's like done pretty well for himself on Broadway, and his voice is just really good. Oh, he has oh such my God, a good his voice. voice. Is good. I think I've sadly unfollowed him on Instagram a long time ago, but maybe I should like follow him again. Yeah, let's check up on him. Yeah, see what's up to. <laughs> I know he got married in Disney World, so that's oh, pretty cool. Really? Yeah, that's so cute. It's so cute. It's just something I could see him do. Is there anything left you want to say about this amazing summer bop movie, or do you want to move to the Last Judgment? Um, Man, I don't know. I guess, like, I guess if I were to have, like, one main criticism aside from, like, the, you know, weird, like, feminist, racist choices made in the movie, um, like, I feel like every Disney Channel movie either drags on for way too long or ends, like, way too quickly. And I feel like this movie, like, the wrap-up was, like, really fast. <laughs> like, I feel like yeah. we... We jumped, like, I feel like the movie was going at, like, a really reasonable pace until um, Mac and Brady got, like, kidnapped by the evil people. And then it was, like, mm-hmm. somehow, don't ask me how, because I don't know, Tanner and Lele figured out that they were kidnapped and the whole evil guy's scheme, how? I couldn't tell you, but they know it somehow. And they know. bring everybody together. And, you know, they, like, take down the machine, and then, boom, we're back in the real world. And then, oh, Mac is, like, telling off her aunt, and she, like, touches the necklace for, like, two seconds, which I guess is supposed to be her realizing that the necklace is the same pattern as the surfboard. Not that we ever cover that. I really thought that was going to be important. And then it's over. Like, I feel like we needed, like, another, like, ten minutes just to, like, tie up some loose ends, but we really just breezed through. But then, like, okay, first of all, Layla breaks the machine with a bobby pin. Like, an explosive <laughs> machine that has, um, um, what's it called? Like, that stuff they use in Back to the Future, like, um, oh, plutonium. Pro- 
Like, like that yeah. plutonium that literally has plutonium in it. And it just, like, explodes on the beach, probably goes in the water and the ocean. That's so fun. <laughs> not real. Don't worry about it. Uh, and then, like, the whole rush, like, I couldn't even tell you even what happens. Like, they go into the water, then there's, like, literally five minutes of us just watching a storm. Like, just the yeah. storm with the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get and then she's like nope I don't want to go to like my boarding school in the east coast and she's like well you know I've been telling Layla this whole movie that uh, she should just follow her dreams and like be happy for who she is and I'm not even doing that myself so she finally realizes that and then there's like they start breaking out in a song but like it's modern day people yeah dancing. it, I th- it really <laughs> like this is a whole other I know I like keep telling you to watch Lindsay Ellis videos um I need to send you a Lindsay Ellis video, like, as soon as we're done with this, <laughs> yes, because <please>. I, like, <laughs> I, my, my buzzword of the year is I learned what the word diegesis means, um, which is, like, oh. what, if something is actually, like, if it's something is actually happening, like, to the characters in the context of the movie, or if it's just something we're seeing, and, like, it doesn't actually happen to them, like, a musical number, um, yeah. And, like, yeah, this movie was, like, it it seemed to have, like, very, like, well laid out ground rules as to, like, what was in the diegesis and what wasn't. And it was all, like, making sense. And, like, the first three quarters of the movie are, like, fantastic and really well put together overall for, like, you know, a fun, like, kids movie. And then the last quarter, it's, like, what's happening? What's real? Why are we singing the real world? How did everybody, how did Layla and Tanner end up in their world because last I checked they didn't have a magic surfboard or whatever that was what's happening (laughs) yeah and also it was so easy for like Layla's brother to just accept her wanting to be a surfer and like be with Tanner it's like where was the problem (laughs) the conflict was resolved in like two seconds (laughs) (laughs) he just starts crying um but like you said every kids movie and I know this is a musical so obviously it would but literally every kids movie ends with a song Oh yeah it's it's gotta <laughs> Like you said like with Ella enchanted <laughs> uh, Okay so uh, did Teen Beach movie move you or not I, I <laughs> When it comes to kids movies I never know whether to say if it like moved me like I didn't have some like big emotional revelation about my life <laughs> I know. I know I need to change the question. <laughs> well, it's like, a, you know, I didn't have like a big, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't like, wow, I need to make decisions for my own life because, you know, I'm an adult and I like to think yeah. I already do that. Um, but like, I really enjoyed it. It was really fun and it made me bop. So if that counts as moving, I was moving and grooving. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, grooving baby. Um, yeah. And like, I liked it. I I really didn't know what to expect going in because Disney Channel original movies are so hit or miss, but this was a good one. Yeah, it definitely exceeded my expectations for Disney original movie. It definitely moved me with the music, with the, I don't know, the characters were really fun. I liked it mainly because it wasn't set in high school, which was probably why I didn't watch the second movie because I think it's more aimed setting in their oh, high school in present day. So I like this. I know. Go back to the beach. So that's probably why I liked it. Yeah, because it wasn't set in a uh, high school. Um, the choreography in this movie, the dancing, is really, it's really, really good. good. Like shockingly like, good. It's really good. Like they're all like keep up with each other. Um, it's like from one of the old musicals, which I was really surprised of. 
And Ross Lynch was really good in this movie. Acting skills, him and Maya Mitchell, I mean, they're kids. It's not going to be, like, superb acting. He was definitely a better actor than her in some scenes. But um, I just thought the dancing, the music's really good. The story's original for once. I mean, like, I know it takes stuff from West Side Story in Greece, but, like, at least it's a new yeah, idea. exactly. And... It's such a fun idea to see people get stuck in a musical. And the reason I wanted to do this is because there's a new movie on Apple TV, a new show on Apple TV Plus, which comes out every Friday called Schmigadoon. (laughs) And while watching a couple of those episodes, it's reminded me a lot of Teen Beach movies. So once every episode of that show comes out, we will do a podcast episode on that. Also, I would just like to say that I think that Brady is like one of if not the best like disney channel boyfriend he's my favorite he's so good oh yeah i was like he's nice he's, he's sweet, so good to her he's funny he helps her even though he doesn't want her to leave he's like not an asshole <laughs> he's not really pretentious he's respectful. yeah he's respectful i liked him he's not lying about who he is like like danny zuko not that he's <laughs> disney or like pretending to be someone he mm-hmm. isn't or makes the girl be someone mm-hmm. she isn't ugh but um yeah it's uh, but even like um high school musical is kind of like that a little bit too where he like pretends to be someone he isn't but um yeah i have to watch that movie again i know you've been rewatching them but i haven't seen them since like grade eight so i maybe it was the second one i haven't seen the first one in a really long time because they don't show disney channel movies on the disney channel anymore i don't understand why so you pay for disney plus to watch them probably yeah, literally. I think we're going to take away our Disney Channel because I never watch <laughs> it anyway. Disney Channel. <laughs> I can't believe that still exists, but yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to check out this movie or just the soundtrack, it has a great soundtrack, or if you know any good movies that these people might have been in, um, I can't think of any. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, anyone you out there Hairspray can Live or Grease Live those are fun <laughs> oh yeah yeah Hairspray Live I'll watch Tanner in that Zach Hairspray Live's good I liked it um, okay have, who's the who's the main girl in Hairspray Live um, it was Live? another like it was her look. first big role like it was like with the Wizard of Oz uh, or not the Wiz, uh, with Oz oh my god what's that music right, called right. the Wiz with the Wiz live, they the like Wiz. had like, be like a no name person who they introduced as Dorothy, and they did the same thing with Hairspray. It was like the girl's like first big role, oh. and I don't know if she's been in anything since. But I haven't, you know. I mean, that movie didn't come out that long ago. Was Ariana Grande in it? Yeah, she was oh. Penny. Oh, um, yeah. did you ever it's, watch? It's, like, it's pretty good one though. The Hairspray movie, like with Zac Efron. Um. Yes. Okay. One of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> I think I've yes, only seen that movie uh, like twice. <laughs> so I watched, that it's needs like to one re-watch. of my go-to feel-good movies. I love it. I love and James I Marsden in it as like the sleazy um, host of the show. I love that. Oh, yeah. So good. I love it. And I know that like, you know, as with every like movie musical or just like every movie period, like there's always going to be problematic parts to it. But like, I just love it so much. Wait, Amanda <laughs> Bynes is in it. What happened yeah. to her? Ooh. <laughs> One of her last movies, I guess. Oh, and Britney Snow and Christopher Walken. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> totally Kinda forgot epic. those. Wow, mm-hmm. okay. So, got to rewatch some of those. And you know what? I'm going to watch Teen Beach Movie every summer now. I'm going to not deny myself that. 
So yeah, gonna watch it. Not gonna wait eight movie. years again. <laughs> High School Musical two and Teen Beach Teen movie Beach. are now in the permanent summer rotation. Yes. <laughs> well, I want to thank you, Christina, for coming back on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I want to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to click the subscribe button. And if you have any movies or limited series or whatever you'd like us to do on here, you can email me at emmareviewsmovies at gmail.com.